0: List. De 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 California
1: Weather headlines for today, Yes. Welcome to the Revenue Generator Podcast Here's the host of the Revenue Generator podcast, the CMO of Lean Data, Doug Bell. Welcome to the Revenue Generator podcast, where we members of the Revenue Generation share solutions for how you can integrate business to optimize revenue. I'm your host and the CMO of Lean Data, Doug Bell. And today we're going to be talking about how revenue leaders can use AI in their sales strategy. And joining us is Chris Cabrera, who's the founder and CEO at Exactly which is the leader in intelligent revenue solutions. Using exactly solutions, leaders look past the current quarter to create revenue streams for long-term growth. The exactly intelligence revenue platform marries artificial intelligence and 17 years of proprietary data in easy-to-use applications. Yesterday, Chris and I talked about AI-driven sales planning, and today we're going to continue our conversation and talk about inflation's impact on budgets. Oh, boy. Okay, here's my conversation with Chris Cabrera, the founder and CEO at Exactly. Welcome back, Chris. I don't love this topic, but I think it's an important one. I guess I got to ask, inflation, short-term post-pandemic issue that magically goes away or new reality?
0: Oh, gosh. You know, I'm not the best at prognosticating. I think it's here for a bit. I'm not a, you know, gloom and doom guy. So I think, we, you know, a year from now, we hopefully won't be talking about it, but I don't think it goes away much sooner than that, <laughs> you know. And so we're we're sort of thinking, you know, best case, you know, this time next year we'll start to see some, you know, some improvement on this.
1: So it feels like for our context, we're not back in the Jimmy Carter days. Get out your Jimmy Carter president hat. Wait in line for gas for four and a half hours based on what your license plate number is. That's not happening, right? We're not in this place where we're going to have inflation occurring with some global supply chain risk issues, right? So it, it, I would agree. I feel like. What we're really talking about is letting sales leaders know we we spent quite a bit of time yesterday talking about, in many ways, best practices for sales planning. I think what we're trying to say is, hey, folks, this is your reality, at least for the next year. So when we're talking about your planning for 2023, you've got to be baking in inflation.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. And, and I think, you know, I know inflation is the, is the is one of the key indicators of what's kind of happening. But I think it's I don 't know I view it a little bit more broadly in that it's more at a macro level what's happening in the general economy and how that, that, that and that should be what people are thinking about I, I don't worry too much specifically about inflation. We could talk about some specific areas where I think that you know software companies especially get, get hit by this in, in the, with the way we negotiate deals and things like that but but I do think that in in light of the whole topic of just the the, the economy and the market and the broader picture. I think that leaders need to be really thinking hard, and I know they are about the change in value metrics, the way that people view and value growth. Uh, we talked a little about that yesterday, and you know you're seeing a lot of companies do downsizing, a lot of companies doing layoffs, things like that. and uh, you know a lot of that is because they're recognizing that you know growth at all costs. Is no longer, by and large, going to be valued the way it was historically. And so companies have got to figure out the balance and get more to, you know, still growth for sure, but also some some nice bottom
1: line numbers. Yeah, it's an interesting topic, right? Because there is, you know, in the Petri dish we live in, especially in tech and especially in B2B software, you know, it's impossible to just say, OK, we're going to examine inflation and be able to, you know, kind of micro focus on that impact because there's so many things happening. So I think the other thing you're hinting at and we've got to talk about if we understand inflation and its impact potentially on spending is the economy in general. And, you know, so I, I just would ask, what's your sense overall? We obviously you know, heard from the Fed that in uh, Q1 of this year, the Beige Book came out and said, hey, we had a recession. And we're hearing hysterics. So I would say hysterics. Sorry, Mark Zuckerberg, if you're listening in. But there's some very dire warnings coming from Zuckerberg to his team. Where do you fall on that spectrum in terms of how you think the uh, current economy is going to play out for tech companies?
0: Yeah, I'm not, you know, running around with my hair on fire saying you know that the world is coming to an end. I, I am espousing that companies need to buckle down and create strong businesses that produce profit. And that the days of, you know, I just want to be a unicorn. I need to get this. I need to get this because everybody else is a unicorn and, you know, grow, 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 grow is all that that anybody cares about. I mean, so many of those companies now have, you know, those people have stock that's completely underwater and, and, you know, they don't even necessarily realize that yet as that starts to come to fruition to, to many of these people, you're going to have a lot of employees waking up going, what the heck am I doing? I need to go find another job or, you know, and you're going to have companies saying, what are we going to do? Are we going to have to reprice all this? I mean, it's an existential threat for a lot of these companies, especially who will not be able to raise more funds because the valuations will be such huge down rounds and they won't be able to continue to lose money at the rate they've been losing money. So I think there's there's a category of a lot of software companies that, The leaders need to figure out quickly how to embrace, you know, rule of 40. We got to get to rule of 40 and it's not 40 points of growth and zero points of profitability. It's 2020, right? I mean, 25, 15, right? You know, don't kill yourself trying to grow at 30 or 40% if no one's going to value that, right? But if you can healthfully grow at 25 points and you can drop 15 points to the bottom line in cash, you're going to be here. You're going to, stick, you're going to make it through this, whether it's two years, whether it's 18 months, whether it's a year. That's how I think the smart leaders are thinking right now. And you, and you kind of have to. And I think that's, you know, we've tightened our belt. We're, you know, and we're seeing a lot of good companies do these kinds of things. So again, I don't know if it's driven specifically by, you know, the inflationary numbers or more just the general overview of the, of the market that's happening, especially in tech that you, you mentioned
1: and you have a few recent unicorns in your world and i would say that we we've, we've seen the same thing kind of broadly across the marketplace there's a lot of folks a lot of you know employees holding the equity bag so to speak the empty equity bag and, and i think there's almost some corollary here to some of the dot com bust experience we had in the early 2000s and so i think navigating that's really interesting but i also feel like you know we're hitting budget season You know, we're hitting that planning season. So this is a great topic for folks listening. And yes, I know it's July, folks, but you should be, you know, in the August time frame thinking about your planning, assuming you have a calendar year budget coming up, really need to be ahead of that. So let's give some kind of concrete tips for folks that are thinking about planning for next year, both in terms of kind of the economic impact. And let's talk a little bit about how they should think about inflation And so as you're hitting this next planning cycle for your organization, what are some of the tips you would share for folks heading into that next planning cycle?
0: Yeah. I mean, again, I, at the highest level, it would be that, you know, I think people need to create a plan that shifts to a more balanced approach. That's number one. And that's hard. That's going to require board level agreement that we're going to maybe take our growth number down a little bit and we're going to try to drive more profitability that not all boards are gonna love that, not all boards are gonna be in sync with that. But you know, that's my advice because I think that's the that if you want to sustain and and grow into the new world that we're gonna find ourselves in and the new valuations, I, I just think that's important. I think recognizing that you are better off with a smaller organization that uses tools that are available to be more productive and do things right is better than having a larger organization that is running, being run on spreadsheets. You can really improve efficiencies by embracing technologies. I think one of the pieces of advice I would give is that if some of the CEOs that might be listening or CROs that might be listening are like me you might be frustrated by the quantity of apps that you, you currently use, right? If I look at my company and I ask, you know, which I do often, our finance team, give me a list of all the SaaS apps that I'm paying for. It is incredible how many there are. And it's even more incredible how few of them talk to each other. There's so many of these siloed apps that I'm spending money on, and it drives me insane. And I'm on a mission to root those out of our company because I don't want 65 different apps from 30, you know, from 50 vendors. I'd rather have 30 apps from five or six vendors and have those apps be cross-communicating. And I think that is a critical point as you think about this planning going into the net, into this new world that we're going into, you know, and this is why, by the way, it was so important for us as a company to, to grow from being just a comp company to expand to a platform company that does, you know, further up the, up the up, upstream to where the planning for go-to-market comp and, and all things go-to-market are. And then also on the other end of the spectrum, all the forecasting piece, because I want to... Sh- if you're using a forecasting tool that isn't totally integrated with your comp tool and integrated with your planning tool, then you're just using a siloed app. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just you have to be thinking more broadly about de- using data... Across a platform of of, of apps, because that's what's going to give you these efficiencies and economies of scale, and I, and so anyway, I'd be thinking about those things in terms of planning.
1: Yeah, and I, and I would echo what you're saying here. I, I feel like you know, if we look at the winners and losers coming out of the most recent very sharp, very temporary recession at the beginning of the pandemic, it feels like the winners were those folks that lead into the RevTech stacks. And I think I would agree as well. I think we saw proliferation on some level, and we've got these somewhat brittle tech stacks that are being produced as a result. So I think fascinating insights from from you. And, and I have to say also, as somebody who's been doing this for a while, those are tips that folks should listen to and lean into. So Chris, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, yeah. great to be here again. That wraps up this episode of the Revenue Generator Podcast. Thanks to Chris Cabrera, founder and CEO at Exactly for joining us in part two of this interview, which we're going to publish tomorrow. Chris and I are going to dig in and talk about revenue solutions in changing markets. Just one link in our show notes I want to tell you about, folks, if you didn't have a chance to take notes while listening to this podcast, head over to revgenpod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our weekly newsletter, apply to be a speaker on the Revenue Generator Podcast, or you can even share your revenue generation questions which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is at RevGenPod on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, or you can contact me directly. My handle is MarketAdvocate. If you haven't subscribed yet and want a daily stream of RevGen Strategies in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed the next business day. Okay, that's all for today. But until next time, keep cranking because the revenue is going to generate itself.